Matt Carse knew he was being followed almost as soon as he left Madame Kahn's. The laughter of the little dark women was still in his ears, and the fumes of Thil lay like a hot sweet haze across his vision, but they did not obscure from him the whisper of sandaled feet close behind him in the chill Martian night. Kars quietly loosened his proton gun in its holster, but he did not attempt to lose his pursuer. He did not slow nor quicken his pace as he went through Jakara. The old town, he thought. That will be the best place. Too many people about here. Jakara was not sleeping despite the lateness of the hour. The low canal towns never sleep, for they lie outside the law, and time means nothing to them. In Jakara and Valkis and Barrakesh, night is only a darker day. Kars walked beside the still black waters in their ancient channel, cut in the Dead Sea bottom. He watched the dry wind shake the torches that never went out, and listened to the broken music of the harps that were never stilled. Lean, lithe men and women passed him in the shadowy streets, silent as cats except for the chime and the whisper of the tiny bells the women wear, a sound as delicate as rain, distillate of all the sweet wickedness of the world. They paid no attention to Kars, though despite his Martian dress, he was obviously an Earthman, and though an Earthman's life is usually less than the light of a snuffed candle along the low canals, Kars was one of them. The men of Jakara and Valkis and Barrakesh are the aristocracy of thieves, and they admire skill and respect knowledge, and know a gentleman when they meet one. That was why Matthew Kars, ex-fellow of the Interplanetary Society of Archaeologists, ex-assistant of the Chair of Martian Antiquities of Cahora, dweller on Mars for thirty of his thirty-five years, had been admitted to their far more exclusive society of thieves, and had sworn with them the oath of friendship that may not be broken. Yet now, through the streets of Jakara, one of Kars's friends was stalking him with all the cunning of a sand cat. He wondered momentarily whether the Earth Police Control might have sent an agent here looking for him, and immediately discarded that possibility. Agents of anybody's police did not live in Jakara. No, it was some low canaler on business of his own. Kars left the canal, turning his back on the dead sea bottom and facing what had once been inland. The ground rose sharply to the upper cliffs, much gnawed and worn by time and the eternal wind. The old city brooded there the ancient stronghold of the sea kings of Jakara, its glory long stripped from it by the dropping of the sea. The new town of Jakara, the living town down by the canal, had been old when Ur of the Chaldees was a raw young village. Old Jakara, with its docks of stone and marble still standing in the dry and dust-choked harbor, was old beyond any earth conception of the word, even Kars, who knew as much about it as any living man, was always awed by it. 
He chose now to go this way because it was utterly dead and deserted, and a man might be alone to talk to his friend. The empty houses lay open to the night. Time and the scouring wind had worn away their corners and the angles of their doorways, smoothed them into the blurred and weary land. The little low moons made a tangle of conflicting shadows among them. With no effort at all, the tall earthman in his long, dark cloak blended into the shadows and disappeared.